listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com, 402-464-5685, Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman Text Line, Sarder Heyman Jewelers Video Stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, and then you can find uh, me and Rico on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainert, and at Radio Rico AC. All right, a couple questions that were asked by Husker Fitz 2. Before the break, how long does Husker Nation give Scott Frost to figure it out? And is it okay to fire him before the season ends? All right, first one, how long does Husker Nation give Scott Frost? It's pretty simple for me. Um, it, it's got to be is next year for me. Okay. For me. It, it's got to be next year. And and that's not a thing. Like Going back to what we've said during the season and everything, and I, I hate that I have to reiterate this, but I want to because I want to make sure everybody's on the same page. I want Scott Frost to work here so bad. I don't want to go through a coaching change. I don't want to go through that whole, well, we got to give him three years to rebuild. I don't want to go through all that. I want Scott Frost to Kirk Ferentz it and yeah. stay here forever. But here's the you thing. You know, minus all the bad things that Kirk Ferentz did. Yeah. I guess that might have been a bad coach to choose. Mm-hmm. Who's a coach that – you know what? Fine, just continue. I understand what you're saying. Anyway, um, for me personally, it's got to be next year. And – to answer to answer their question, if it's not next year, I don't know. I don't know how long because at some point you have to put a timetable to it. You have to put a number on it. You have to um, stop once again making it about progress and being close and coming up and coming up short in games that you're supposed to win. It's got to stop at some point. At some point, Nebraska is going to have to compete in the Big Ten West. A, a division that is very easy compared to a lot of other divisions in college football. It's not great. It's very up and you, down. You win three games against Wisconsin, against the group of Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa, Minnesota, and Northwestern. You win three of those five, and there's a chance that you're going to Indianapolis. Think about that. Where if Alabama would have lost to Auburn in their final game of the season, they're they're out. They're out of the SEC championship game. I believe. I don't think so. Don't quote me on that. I don't think Either so. way, it's not a very competitive division in college football. It's definitely not the Big Ten East. No. Definitely not. No. And you could say you could say all you want with, oh, the Big Ten East is, is you know, at least before this year, the Big Ten East is, is top-heavy where it's just Ohio State that everybody's kind of, eh. Well, you, Penn State's had their run. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to continue for them. They they seem to be going downhill. Michigan is is usually a pretty pretty high contender, but they could never get past the Ohio State. And this yeah, year they, they finally did. They're in the college football playoff. Michigan State is pretty consistent. Well, well, Michigan State, it, especially now. Yeah, now Michigan State because they utilize the transfer portal so well. Once again, also Indiana utilized is heavy in the mm-hmm. transfer portal this. They season. had it. They had a year. Yeah, they had a year, and then it, you know. I don't want to say came back to earth, but they they uh, turned around very quickly from uh, their their very successful year. And so for that, I, I don't know that that's the one confusing thing for me personally is I don't know how long if it's not this next year, 
if Nebraska suffers another four-win season, another three, five-win season, and once again, like I said, suffers, because I think that's a good word to um, describe it as, Mm -hmm. suffers another three, four, five-win season, at some point you have to pull the plug. And and I hate that that that's really not fun to say, and and it's not going to be fun next year to do radio shows if, if Nebraska is suffering a three win season. It's not going to be fun. I don't want to do that again. I don't want to do that again. For me, the the whole you know how long does Husker Nation get? I mean, it depends on what what section of Husker Nation you're asking. There's a section yeah. that that you know believes that. This season, with how close they were, he's going to need another year after this because they're replacing a four-year starting quarterback and they have an entirely new offensive coaching staff. So you're going to need another year after this. Uh, and then there's a sec- there's there's a couple sections. A uh, section that wants him gone today. There's a section that'll give him a game if he loses to Northwestern. And there's a section that 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 Nick is in currently where it's you just need to prove that you can win with this team in this conference this next year because you haven't had a winning season, yeah. you haven't made a bowl game, you haven't really done much uh, in the Big Ten West. So if you can go out and you you don't have to win the Big Ten West this next year. You don't have to do that. Absolutely not. But what you have to do is be over 500 at the very least. Like the bare minimum for this next season is over 500. And there is that gray area, though, I will say, Rico. There is that gray area of mixing in – Figuring out that, you know, being over 500, getting that bowl game like you should be for where Nebraska's program is at. But then there's also that gray area of mixing those expectations with the expectations that you put on a coach in year five Mm -hmm. at a program like Nebraska. Yeah, because you could win six games and it could look terrible. It could look awful. Mm -hmm. You could win six games and, and, you know, they're all close wins and you could get blown out in three of your six losses. And that's not great. That's not good at all. I'm not going to say that's worse than three wins, but you don't feel good about a six-win season like that. No matter how no matter how, uh, how high and mighty you're going to feel going to a bowl game, if you get blown out three times during a season, that's that's that Bo Pelini stuff that everybody was so upset about. Is, oh, he's winning nine games, but he's getting blown out against everybody else, so who cares? Let's, let's get to some of your reaction on the text line. Outdoors Kevin says win six games. Um... Somebody else says college football is more like college basketball now. You need to attack the transfer market, and JUCO ranks more. Even top-end FCS talent would help us. You need to get a lot more, not just a few. Yeah, I will say that. That's something, and, and this might not be a knock. Maybe they're encouraged by what they have in their in their rooms, I suppose. But despite getting Deshaun Singleton and out now Tommy Hill, and they got that transfer from New Mexico State, they haven't been extremely active in the portal. I think it's as, hard. As ex, as active as personally I was expecting, or like Rico just said, yeah, good point, as they were expecting. Well, I think it's hard for them not because, you know, they can't attract anybody to go to Nebraska, but because they're not really looking to fill defensive positions, really, on the transfer in the transfer market. They have a bunch of people who they feel extremely confident in, and the defense, you know, Although they lost a lot of a lot of talent, and there's going to be a couple of, of players probably from that defensive uh, mm-hmm. side of the ball that are drafted, they feel really confident with what they have back there right now, and I I kind of do too. The offensive side of things, it's harder because you have a running back room that's full, and you mm-hmm. just got a transfer running back in there. I'm not saying that they can't go out and get one, and the wide receiver room is filled with talent. Granted, they went out and got a transfer anyways, but for the skill positions, at the very least. 
it's hard because you don't know who's going to be throwing the ball to them. And I think that's their main concern right now. And I do believe as soon as they have a quarterback and they have the guy that they want, hopefully, yeah, um, they will they will attack the transfer market for more uh, special not specialized for more um, skill position guys on the offensive side of things because they'll know who's going to be throwing them the ball. They'll know who's going to hand the ball off to them. And as an offensive lineman, they'll know who they're going to block for. Because right now, like I don't, I, I hate saying this because it sounds extremely rude, but I don't know how many. Top end transfers are coming to Nebraska mm-hmm. to to catch the ball from Logan Smothers, and I think he's going to be great. I I have to put that caveat in there a lot. I think he's going to be really good. I don't know if that's going to be at Nebraska or somewhere else, but I do believe, I truly believe, Logan Smothers is a good quarterback. Drumstick says this. I just hope. Just continuing through your reaction, rapid fire here. Um, Drumstick. I hope Frost just lets Whipple cook. Let him do what he is hired to do. Good point. Um, that's that's the main skepticism right now. Taylor, the electrical guy. Scott Frost has the first half of the Northwestern game to convince me that he deserves another week, let, an- let alone another year. If he continues to disappoint, I think we could part ways with Scott in the middle of a game for all I care. But my opinion doesn't hold much weight to anyone outside my car. Um, <laughs> Mask texter, texter says Frost has three years to turn it around. In response to that one, what is here's here's what I'll say. Um, you have to be really, really careful about how Nebraska navigates this because you could be sitting, let's say Frost does get another three years, and that's fine if, if he's finding success. But if after year seven, that would be where after three more years would be, mm-hmm. after year seven, if Nebraska doesn't have more than six wins under Scott Frost. In a single you, season. In a single season. You have to wonder has your program taken a step back in those last seven years? And and you, It's going to be hard and, to recover from. And did you waste three extra years when after year five you only had five wins? Let's say that. And you still hung around for two more years. How, how much did those two extra years hurt your program? Genuine question. Because there's a chance... A very realistic chance that Nebraska looks back at this if, let's just say, two more years after six years of Scott Frost and his staff here, they don't make another bowl game. In the last six years, the only program that is has the same statistic as you is Kansas. Rutgers maybe, but Rutgers they they, they were year. they were able to go into a bowl game, but it's Kansas. Where's and, Nebraska ever been in the same conversation as Kansas in football and and been okay with it? Husker fans love to rag on Kansas, but they have something in common currently. I'm, I'm really, really interested on how Nebraska is going to navigate this if there's not a good amount of success next year. Because I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to because I think it's going to light a fire. If necessary. And we're in sports radio, and it's going to be fun to see the reaction. <laughs> Mike Riley made bowl games and won. And after seven, if, if you want to give him three more years and not finding a bowl game, not finding success and fire him after year seven, that's okay. But how are you going to be able to pitch that to your fan base, to the guys that you're, the athletes, the players, the men that you're trying to bring into your program and say, listen, our program's in a much better place than it was seven years ago. When we haven't made a bowl game, in the last seven years. Unfortunately, that's a realistic possibility because you can say all you want about how the schedule lightens up next year. 
But at the end of the day, you haven't beaten Northwestern consistently. You haven't beaten Purdue consistently. You haven't beaten Iowa and Wisconsin at all. It's it's You're still it's, trying to find win against guys is, against teams that you play year in and year out. Don't worry about the crossovers. Don't don't worry about the fact that you don't have Ohio State on the schedule. You have Michigan on the schedule for multiple years. Don't worry about the fact that Iowa gets Rutgers and and Maryland year in and year out. Doesn't matter. What matters is playing the guy the, the teams that you play year in and year out. And Nebraska under Scott Frost has not found a way to beat any of them consistently. One last one before we get to break, and we'll we'll talk about this after we come back as we wrap up. Um, happy hour and get you ready for old school. Frost gets three years because Nebraska head coaching job isn't what it was 20 years ago. Only Urban Meyer can turn it around if Frost can't. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. If if Nebraska head coaching job isn't what it used to be, um, why are you why 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 are folks not? No, I didn't mean to say you. Why are why are folks okay? with having it that way high standards right mm-hmm. high expectations hold them to that standard that that plays a big part in deciding how successful or how hard it is to win or how respectable your job is or your program is that plays a big part holding people to standards holding folks to expectations 402-464-5685 Get your final thoughts in. We will uh, get to old school. After the next segment, we'll wrap up with your thoughts. Send in your phone calls. Send in your texts. We'll get to them all next up on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.